You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 16, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. We are going to be talking about why weight loss feels hard. And instead of just dismissing it and saying weight loss isn't hard, it's simple, it's easy, we're going to talk about why so you can understand it and start flipping that story on its head because you'll understand exactly why it feels hard and you'll know how to make it feel simple from here on out. In case anyone was wondering, I am definitely feeling better. COVID only got me down for like a week and a half. I'm still feeling a little weak, but I'm feeling much better and I'm super glad that I got it when I did because I was able to rest and thankfully my clients were able to push our sessions back a week. Um, I'm so grateful to them for understanding, but I'm feeling much better and I am excited to get this episode out to you today on why weight loss feels hard. So let's just jump right in. The number one thing that has you feeling like weight loss is hard or makes weight loss feel hard is that you think you need to deprive yourself to lose weight. Number one, that doesn't have you feeling good about the journey in general. It's like knowing you're stuck in the middle seat of an airplane all the way in the back. You're already getting ready to despise that five hour long flight. So you think I'm supposed to restrict my food so I can lose weight which has you creating resistance in your body ahead of time. Do that enough times and you've easily connected weight loss with hard. And we're talking about thinking it's going to be hard ahead of even getting started. And number two, depriving yourself isn't even maintainable. Remember the definition of simple weight loss from the first ever episode of the Weight Loss for Life Coaches podcast. It's doable and maintainable. Losing weight by cutting things out of your diet just to get the pounds off, knowing you're just going to add those foods back or start doing those unhelpful habits again, means your hard work isn't going to pay off. It's just not doable to deprive yourself for however long it takes to lose weight, but also it's not great for your body. We need to eat food and we need to eat food that feels good to our body, that fuels us, that serves us. And you won't be in the mindset to be making the best decisions for your body when you're thinking that I have to deprive myself. And depriving yourself sucks. Have you done it? (laughs) I have, and it just doesn't feel good. It's like telling yourself no all the time, drooling over what other people are eating, trying to avoid certain aisles in the grocery store, saying no to going out so you're not tempted, and then bonus, binging on all those things you've been telling yourself you can't have all week. So your hard work really was for nothing. And you're also probably drinking some shame soup on top of it. This whole cycle is one of the top reasons weight loss feels hard. And unfortunately for many of us, my clients and myself included, this feels like the only way. I can honestly say finding life coaching changed my life. And this was a huge reason. I studied psychology and counseling for years like many years, 
And not once do I remember reading a textbook about emotional eating. Sure, we studied depression, anxiety, trauma, how the brain works, behavior, etc. But I wasn't taught how to apply that to eating, to how I think about my body, to food. Finding life coaching opened me up to how my brain and my thoughts are such a big part of eating and how my emotions like fear, anxiety, overwhelm, and shame are such a big part of my eating patterns too. I knew on some level, right? Like I knew that when I got upset, I just wanted to eat. When I was bored, I just wanted to eat. When I was stressed out, I was so glad I had a McDonald's or Arby's to drive to in my nearby vicinity. And it was a bonus in college that McDonald's had a dollar menu. But I didn't really understand what was going on. I didn't really understand why food made me feel better or why I went to food other than that's what I was taught, which means I didn't know how to solve it. Not only did I learn about how my thoughts and feelings were involved with my eating behavior, but I also learned what to do about that. And wouldn't you know, it had nothing to do with depriving myself. I knew without a doubt I had hit the jackpot with life coaching, with learning about emotional eating. This is it, y'all. Knowing that without a doubt, you don't have to deprive or restrict yourself. You don't have to create resistance in your body to lose weight. Means, wait for it, weight loss doesn't actually have to be hard. So we know that the first reason why weight loss feels hard is because you're believing you'll have to deprive yourself to lose weight. The second reason weight loss feels hard is that you're using food and your body as tools to feel better. This goes along with what I was just talking about with thoughts and feelings having to do with our eating patterns and why and how we use food. It makes weight loss feel hard because you're not letting food be food and your body be your body. You're not eating food for fuel and eating food for the reasons that food is created, right? To help you nourish your body. And you're not letting your body be a body that has emotions. Instead, you're eating food to make those emotions feel better or go away. It also keeps you out of science mode. It keeps you out of experimenting and observing. Food doesn't just get to be something you use to fuel your body. Weight doesn't just get to be data. Your body doesn't get to be this thing that you observe and learn more about. Instead, they're what you use to feel better or make yourself feel worse sometimes. I want you to think about using the three super simple steps, right? Plan your food ahead of time, write it down, and honor your plan. And I want you to think about using this as a tool to reprogram the way you think about food and using your prefrontal cortex to make decisions. And I want you to think about going into that, one, believing that food is what makes you feel better. Or two, food is what we use to fuel our body. It's going to be a very different kind of experience when you go to use the three super simple steps to lose weight. It makes even just using this one tool, right, planning your food ahead of time, making it realistic, writing it down and honoring it, it makes it hard to go into practicing the three simple steps when you're thinking that food is something that you use to feel better. It's going to be hard to plan out what food you're going to need depending on how your day goes. So it's going to feel impossible to be able to use your prefrontal cortex to make decisions about your food ahead of time. It's going to feel restrictive and depriving 
to plan out your food and not eat food if you're having a bad day because you didn't plan it if food is the thing that makes you feel better. So even using the tools that say I offer in my program or that we've talked about here on the podcast to reprogram the way you think about food and using your prefrontal cortex and no longer giving into urges by the primal brain when you are adamant that food is what you that food is what makes you feel better and you don't have something else or understand how to make yourself feel better and food doesn't just get to be food so we know that weight loss feels hard because you're believing that you have to deprive yourself to lose weight we know that weight loss feels hard when you're using food to feel better instead of letting your body be your body and food just be food and the third reason weight loss feels hard is when you're not actually solving for the reason you overeat in the first place because of an emotion. You can lose weight with willpower, deprivation, restriction, and all those emotions will still be there, probably stirring up to be even worse. And you're still left with them and not knowing what to do with them or about them even after you've lost weight. I had a client I worked with last year who had lost about 20 or 30 pounds the year before we worked together and she had gained the weight back. And she told me that what she realized during our work together is that she had lost the weight using willpower and restriction. And the reason she had gained the weight back is because when she was done losing weight, she was still a person who had all these emotions and she didn't know what to do with them. She hadn't learned how to stop making food a tool to feel better. She hadn't learned how to master processing her emotions. She hadn't learned how to be a human who has a lot of thoughts throughout the day and not needing to cover those up by eating food and numbing out. She hadn't really solved for the real reason she was overeating to keep from feeling uncomfortable. And so the work we did together was really working on how to feel better without food. We keep it really basic and simple in my program. And the best part about learning how to lose weight by mastering processing your emotions and knowing how to feel better without food means that you don't have to restrict yourself or deprive yourself on the way to losing weight because you're not using food as a tool to feel better or to lose weight. Don't get me wrong. We do work on how to make the best decisions for your body when it comes to having it dine in. That's what I like to call it. Dine in body. We can go a little bit longer without eating. We can get to a negative four if you listen to last week's podcast on the hunger scale and it's okay. So in that sense, we use food, we use hunger to lose weight, but we're not depriving ourselves or restricting ourselves We're not using willpower and we're not using food to feel better. Knowing how your thoughts and your feelings are involved with your eating patterns, with the way you feel about food and your body is so important and it's such a key factor with weight loss feeling simple. And you're probably like, yeah, I know Paige. I know that we eat because of an emotion. I know that we eat to cover up an emotion. I know it's because of our thoughts, but really I want you to think about it on a practical daily basis. Like the reason I'm eating this thing 
is because I'm thinking this and I'm feeling this. And so I ate something. And it could be as simple as I'm hungry. So I feel an urge to go eat some food. But I had a conversation with a client this week. And we talked about how she didn't want to feel the emotion of anxiety in her body. And she said, I don't want to feel this. And that created an urge for her to go eat food. And so understanding that really, truly, the reason I'm eating is to not feel an emotion or is because of an emotion is so key to understanding why it is you're doing what you're doing. And remember, if we understand why you're doing what you're doing, it's so much easier to solve for that. And therefore, weight loss doesn't have to feel hard. Okay, it's time for some powerful questions. But just remember, weight loss feels hard when you're believing that you need to deprive yourself to lose weight, when you're using food and your body as tools to feel better, and when you're not solving for the reason you overeat in the first place because of an emotion. So I want you to keep those in mind as you go on your weight loss journey this week, as you think about what it is you're doing or not doing on your journey, how can you help yourself see that Maybe the reason it's feeling hard is because you are using food to feel better, but now you can understand it and then make changes to that. So then weight loss can feel more simple and so that you can move forward with ease. So let's talk about my powerful questions for today. Number one, what if weight loss was actually easy? What if it were simple? I want to pause here and say, don't get yourself caught in the blame shame trap here. I had a client recently struggle with learning that really it could be simpler than she's always thought. But she used that as a reason to judge herself for not figuring that out sooner. No, it's just a no. Don't use something you're learning now to judge where you've been. Your journey has been the way it's supposed to have been. You're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And what if you could take what you're learning now and use it on top of everything you've already learned and experienced from the past? Let that be the way you move forward today. And lastly, what if the reason I'm overeating is because of an emotion? What would I do moving forward? So remember, we want to solve for the actual problem, right? That's what makes weight loss so simple is we're solving for the real problem. So if it's true that I'm overeating because of an emotion, whether it's in reaction to one or to avoid an emotion, then what would you do moving forward on your journey? And here's a hint for you coaches listening to this. You can use one of any of your coaching tools here. I'm really making it super simple to understand the problem because I know you coach have amazing tools that you help your clients with and that you help yourself with. So if we know that you're eating in reaction to or to avoid an emotion, weight loss can feel really simple here because then you can just use your coaching tools to help yourself, whether it's feel that emotion, allow that urge to remind yourself that we only eat foods when it's time to eat, Um, right? When it's that time on the hunger scale, right? The body says it's time to eat. That's when we eat. Maybe it's to do a thought download, right? Like, Put your thoughts on paper and see what emotion or what thoughts you might be trying to avoid and have some compassion for yourself. Whatever it is, we want to solve for the actual reason. 
It's an emotion. And what are you going to do about that moving forward? And if you would like help with using your own coaching tools or using my coaching tools and the tools I use in my signature simple weight loss program to make weight loss simple, to no longer deprive yourself, to no longer use food to feel better and to solve for the actual problem because of emotion, I would love to invite you to book a consultation call with me and we can talk about what it would be like to lose weight this way, to lose weight in a way that feels super simple, right? Doable and maintainable while you're growing your coaching business. So you can keep working on your business and go ahead and get started on that simple weight loss journey. If that's something that you'd be interested in, you can book a call at pagewoman.com slash services, or you can always send me a message on Instagram at lifecoachpageb and tell me you're interested. If you love this episode, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Let us know what you loved about it. Give us five stars and share this episode with your fellow life coaches who may feel like weight loss is hard, but may have the most amazing coaching tools to help themselves. And they just need to hear this episode and understand why it feels hard right now. So share this episode with them and let them know where they can learn how to make weight loss simple. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you.